Hello. Hello, how you doing? All right, thanks. How are you? Uh, I'm good, thanks. We had to do a little bit of waiting this evening, didn't we, for this yeah. episode. We're doing it at um, Tim's house, and um, his housemate Paul kindly vacated the flat for us to record this because it's embarrassing. <laughs> and uh, But he also conveniently turned on the washing machine just as he left. So, And, and to be honest, he's a radio producer. Yeah. <clears throat> he should know better. He should, shouldn't he? But, I mean, who knows... How long a spin cycle, a final cycle, um, you know, a drying cycle goes on? We don't, because we've been waiting here for about 45 minutes, haven't yeah. we? Yeah. <laughs> so we just thought, fuck it, we'll go. Uh, anyway. So, hello, hi, good <laughs> evening, salut, welcome. Yeah. Good morning, whatever. Whenever you, uh, you've you decided to tune subscribe in. and listen and tune in. Yeah. Uh, it's all, all very modern over here. Uh, you're listening to Football by Numbers, uh, the brand new football podcast about squad numbers and the players who wear them. Badly. Um, so the podcast is is pretty simple, as podcasts go. Uh, each week we take a different shirt number and then decide which were the knobs that had no right wearing them. Right, okay, yeah. It's You say it's simple, but I think every single time I've tried to explain it, I've... At work, at work um, today, I, I mentioned, oh, I'm, I'm doing that podcast thing, so I've got to get off. Yeah. Oh right, what what podcast this is it? Um, oh, that football one. You talk, what what is it about again? Um, so you know squad numbers, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, yes, yeah. okay. Well, you know how some players don't wear the ones appropriate for their position. Yeah, yeah. What's well, about that? Oh. Cool. Yeah. All right. Um, so how many yeah. episodes are you can do about that too? Because you can't really get more out of it than that, can you? No, we're gonna do eleven. <laughs> One, oh, right, one for every number and I think this week's actually going to be one of the trickier ones because this week we're doing number four uh, yeah. players this, who wore number four yeah who shouldn't have been this is this is when it's got into we're on episode five now and this number four has been the one where it's felt like homework now <laughs> before this it's been like yeah him oh that one yeah this week I've had to properly do some full on research but it, it did bear fruit eventually but um, it was but we'll see We'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Let's Proof's see. In the pudding. Yeah. <laughs> let's see how many times we have to re-record it. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so um, what should we kick off with this week? You know, normally we sort of this segment of the show we're just going on a little trip down old memory lane, and it, and uh, you know, back to our football days. And normally we talk about number fours that we played with, or you know, whatever the number is that week. But I think we've both decided we can't fucking remember any, or it was just one of them weird numbers where people just never really owned it and took it on as their own. Yeah, I was trying to think if there was anything to do with the position that I was in, either as a number three or number 11. Yeah. I just didn't, A, kind of hang out with any number fours socially, yeah. or B, number fours normally had their um, backs to goal, and yeah. so I wouldn't have even known who was wearing number four. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's never running back. He's just there. Just standing stationary. Yeah. I mean, what, to you, what's the number four? Is it a midfielder or is it a defender? All I know is it's central. <laughs> yeah. You can't be on a flank. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, don't, yeah. you don't touch the sidelines. Yeah. Yeah, you're always, the, you're like, you're landlocked. You're as far away from the side of pitch as possible at all times. You're a centrist. You're new Labour. Yeah. You're, um... New Tory or whatever the new uh, Tory kind of new uh, shit bag, <laughs> new shit bag, <laughs> shit yeah, bag <laughs> nouveau. <laughs> you're centrist, yeah. Um, in your views, in your opinions, in your outlook, centre circleist. Do you reckon Dan Walker won number four? <laughs> <laughs> oh Dan, um, oh yeah, I reckon. I mean, we 
I think, well, it depends. Are we saying that number four is a shit number? Because if it is, then he did. <laughs> uh, he is probably a bit of a number four, isn't he? Because he's, yeah, he's a bit sort of the everyman. Yeah, and he's, 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 he looks quite tall and gangly. Yeah. And I think most number fours, whether they've been a centre-back mm-hmm. or a centre-mid, yeah. they've that's, been tall and gangly. Yeah, that's true, actually. Oh, no, apart from Claude Makaleli, who's neither tall nor gangly. No, he's not. His name's a bit tall and gangly. <laughs> Makaleli. <laughs> but um, but no, he's not. But I mean, there's always exceptions to the rules. But I think that's a good point, actually. I didn't think of that. I mean, Telly is tall and gangly. Thank you. <laughs> Telly is tall and gangly. And that's Carlton Palmer. <laughs> oh, that's a beautiful he, he wore number four. But, um, you know, he's not really worth mentioning more. Just mention his name, leave oh, it there, that's it. So I think we should come back to Carlton Palmer in terms of, like how he embodied everything that was wrong in English football t- turn of the 90s decade. Because yeah. he was awful. Yeah, he was. And he really shouldn't have been, uh, shouldn't have amassed as many England caps as he, as he did amass. Yeah. Um, but I think that, that number fours predominantly in the more modern age have probably been centre mids. Yeah, yeah. So, and the guy who springs to mind is probably Paddy Vieira. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. Kind of, you know, like an extremely athletic tall could pro- probably start a life as a center half and then decided oh no i can actually play a bit i was about i go a little bit further up pitch yeah 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 um but then there's also been um the number fours who played center mid who had no ability whatsoever like david batty or something <laughs> well batty was an eight but i think he's worn four as well no, and i think you're right i think yeah. you're right it's just like four is it can be a sideways man and like we were t- remember we talked about albertini a few weeks ago he was a four, wasn't he? He was a four. And he's a sideways guy. He's yeah. like, give it to me, I'm going to go one of two ways, and they're both not forwards. Sideways. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to maintain possession, but not commit in yeah. any way to actually sticking my neck out and, and potentially losing possession. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're with the type of players in the centre mid role who will drop deep to come and gather the ball off the centre half. Yeah. And then pass it back to the centre half just to kind of yeah. maintain their pass completion stats yeah yeah I I think when I was younger I used to be a bit more of a Hollywood sort of I'm, I'm searching for the forward ball I used to pride myself on being able to sort of put it through to people having a bit of a telepathy with the striker penetrative penetrative yes exactly yeah um but as I've got older I've sort of I like doing that now I'm guilty of it I like to and I've and I've definitely played with especially when you play with players who are just good and better than you in defence, who should be playing in, in your midfield position <laughs> yeah. anyway. They're like, mate, 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 get out, go away, <laughs> go, get, fuck off, I don't need you here. But I'm like, come on, come on. Like, I'll just sort of <laughs> trot feet, over, like, give it to feet, I'll just give it off to the right back. And he's like, well, I, I could do that. You're in my, yeah. you're in my space, get yeah. out of the way. But I do quite like doing it. There's just something about it, like um, Guardiola, he was a four, wasn't he? Was he? A four. Yeah, they were coming flooding back. So I think what we're sort of determining is that a four... Is a centre midfielder. He's really. a centre midfielder, but who is not uh, keen in any way to pass the ball forward or commit himself. Yeah. Um, yeah. As opposed to, I guess, number fours in the past have also occupied the centre half berth. Yeah. Where who have you got on that list? Then I've got. Hang on. I've got the Vinnies. <laughs> was he a centre half? Was he... no, he was a centre midfielder, mate. I think you're right, yeah. Oh, oh right. So I was so yeah, Vinnie Vinnie Jones and Vinnie Company. <laughs> oh right, yeah, yeah. The two I winners. forgot that you know him personally. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah Vin, Vinnie Company, yeah. yeah. The, so number four is a Vinnie is a Vinnie. Have you met do any know, have you met you know, any like footballers? Just uh, just to go back on that. Just like, at Derby, yeah. this like this bloke 
<laughs> who like who's in the who's in the West End upper with my dad. Yeah. But will give <laughs> but he will give um tactical advice using the player's first name. Yeah. <laughs> like Andre, Andre, touch tight, touch tight. Yeah, come on, come on, come on, get out of his way, Darren. Basically, like, so for example, if Andre, if he's not happy that Andre Wisdom at right back hasn't been kind of tight enough on the left, on the left winger, he's like yeah. giving like uh, tactical advice using his first name as yeah. if like, to, to, as if to demonstrate yeah. to everyone who kind of sits in the round and he's on first name terms with yeah. all the players. I bet all the season tickets, season ticket holders there just think that guy's like, shut up, mate. Like he, he can't, he's not, he, maybe if he can hear you, definitely not listening. But, but yeah, I think, I think he also like goes and watches the training at Moore Farm. So oh, I think man. he's like, this is this guy's so life, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So he, I he's think got. he's just like one of these anoraks who's like, I mean, I, I actually love football fans like that because it's like they are devoted and, and yeah. worship at the shrine of That's like, what they make it what it is, isn't it? Yeah. But, um, it's just quite funny how he's clearly peacocking, like, amongst the Darby <laughs> yeah, faithful yeah, by using is, yeah. first name terms. Johnny wants, give it to, to, to like, Johnny Russell's free. Yeah. Johnny wants, give it to John. Like, come on. Give it to fat Chris. Chris Martin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chrissy wants. Chrissy, 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 Chrissy wants. Chrissy, Chrissy, back in, Chris. All right, it's www.footballbynumbers.com. So, centre halves you won number four. Yeah. I don't know. I mean... Company, company, Vinny. Yeah, Vinny, Vinny, company. I've got a list here, but it's a pretty, pretty desperate. It was like from just searching, searching everything I could. I've got Beckenbauer, but I think he wore five as well. And then, um, and Sammy Hippier, but I mean, he should never be someone that you like put up on yeah. a pedestal or aspire to be, or like, hey, look at this guy, he wore it. But well, he he used to dye his hair badly. Um, really? Oh, did oh yeah? Because no, was he one of them people who had blonde Come hair? Come on, Bri, then... you're better than this. <laughs> <laughs> no, was he one of the guys who had blonde hair, but then also bleached it blonde? Exactly. I could turn it down. Turn of the millennium. Yeah. All the rage. Um, Colin Hendry, probably uh, one of the earlier trendsetters. We've, said, we've set this straight. <laughs> Colin is au natural. He, he is au natural. He doesn't, he doesn't... With a light cigarette yellow hue. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, um, yeah Sammy, Sammy used to dye his hair. Um, blonde Scandinavian, yeah, and, and just top it up with a with a nice white streak. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, looking back now, you think you bellend, <laughs> but yeah. everyone did it. That's, you know, yeah, they did. And he had, um, but he had one of them faces. He was sort of like bordering into the uh, Ian Dowie sort of territory, wasn't he? With sort of one of those crooked, like you know, gnarled faces. We just sort of like <laughs> anything to distract from this. Like you know, I'm going to bleach my hair blonde, even though it's blonde. I'm, and you're like, ooh, yeah, he did, yeah. He had a very kind of um, man in the moon type crescent <laughs> face. Yeah, he did. Yeah, man <laughs> in the moon. Okay, so um, let's hold that there. We'll come back. Um, you're on first names terms with Vinny, but um, when we come back, let's talk about other players you're on first name terms with. Hello, this is friend of the show, Neville Southall. Bit hungover today, not gonna lie. I was out with Dean Saunders and Ian Rush last night, and we were absolutely battered. Hello, we're back. Hello. Uh, so, Tim. Yeah. Met any footballers? Yeah. Yeah. Have I? Yeah. <laughs> um, I did just ask that. Yes. So I. So I. I. My dad got remarried. A couple of years ago. Oh, congratulations. It's a big Phil, yeah. Uh, not, not to me. Um, oh. he got I, I thought re- you were saying he got married to Big Phil. No, he, he is Big Phil. Oh, he's Big Phil, right. So it, he got uh, remarried a couple of years ago, and for his stag, it wasn't like a proper stag do, because he's, you know, 
I, he was at the time 59 and um, really just wanted to go and watch Derby County play friendly against Villarreal, yeah. which is what we did. Yeah. And part of the package that I got him, because mm-hmm. it was a friendly game, we were able to get into the director's box. And, oh, what's, and there was, the, what's the buffet spread they've got there? Oh, the work. Well, they Sausage had, rolls? <laughs> so, well, actually, it was a three-courser. Oh, really? It was a three-courser with, I think, a peanut ham, a peanut ham soup. Okay. Um, followed by Did it come with a little bread hunter. roll next to it with some butter in a pack, in like a foil packet? Yeah, I'm just taking the piss out of Derby here. <laughs> no, well, I mean, it was it was the uh, director's suite, mate. So um, you know, you I'm had. Still, I'm still comparing choice, it to Butlins. You had a choice of bread and uh, bottomless supply of butter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Which, by the sounds of Big Phil, he took full advantage. Yeah, of. yeah, yeah. He really did. He yeah. really did. <laughs> Leave it, Dad. You've had, you've had enough. Yeah. No, uh, but then uh, so as part of the package, you then got um, players past and present to kind of come up and say hello, and you know, uh, it's like. And of course, like me and my dad, it's like kind of kids in a um, candy shop, like yeah. going in and, and meeting. Or kids in a butter shop. <laughs> in a butter shop, yeah. Yama, yama. Um, where we met like a bunch of players, um, two players that stick out, Darren Moore, who used to be a centre-half for Derby, used to play for Derby West Brom. Household Palm. name. We all um, know. He, he's, built, he's built like a car horse and it was absolutely huge. Um, and uh, had basic, was doing a, full, a full-time gig of... Being like one of the Derby County legends, meet and greet. Right, yeah. So After dinner speaking sort of thing. Well, the, well, I don't know if he'd actually got many speaking gigs at this point, but right. he was like, the thing that he was doing was like being a, a club legend. Right. Like in the director's suite at West Brom and Derby. Oh, really? So like, he, was, he was like doubling down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, and then we also met um, Inigo. Just going to turn that down the there because Tim seems to go on for quite a long time. Listing lots of Derby players that no one's ever heard of, um, but eventually promising an ending of a good story, which never actually came. So uh, instead of listening to that story, why don't we listen to one of our sponsors? And then after that, we'll pick up the show somewhere in an interesting point so you don't go away anywhere. See you in a sec. All right, Finnish Sandways here, live from Finnish, be cafe the Costa Brava. We've got all you can eat full English for a five euro. We've got football by numbers, blessing that all day. And when that's not on, only fools and horses on the goggle box. We haven't, however, got free Wi-Fi. I'm not a fucking mug. Well, just ask him if he's available for any uh, corporate uh, events. Welcome to your conference. Ah. Please enter your passport. No, that sounds like he... uh, Still going on, talking crap. So uh, maybe we'll have another little uh, interlude when we come back. I promise you we've got some really good stuff coming up. Oh, just you wait. Hello, this is Football by Numbers brand ambassador Tony Dorigo, and I'd like to invite you all to the most glamorous art event of the season, the Football by Numbers Art and Illustration Gala Ball Extravaganza. Come down to Bad Sports Bar and Grill on Hackney Road in London's fashionable East End on November 9th and pick yourself up a colour by numbers print that you can colour in right here on the premises. No need to bring your crayons, we've got a plethora of highlighters, barrels, sharpies, crayolas so you can colour in till your heart's content whilst chowing down on some tremendous tacos foods and Mexican beers. We've got spicy food and spicy illustrators to match. Don't you worry about going over the line. We'll all be shit-faced in tequila before the sun goes down. Right, so we're back. Um, we went a little bit off-piece there. But Sorry let's, about Let's that. get back to number fours. Um, so, this week, that's the number we're doing. It's number four. We've gone through players that 
the right players that should have been wearing it. Who shouldn't have been wearing it? Who you got, Tim? I got. I got. I'm still. I'm again. Apologise about that. That story. I do <laughs> no. need to work on the annex. Um I like it. There was. There was. I've never <laughs> been in a Costco, mate. So I. Don't, I can't even. I'm. Is it a bit like an IKEA? It's no. It's like. It's like where Americans shop. Oh yeah. It's just yeah. like everything's bigger. Right. Yeah. It's like yeah. the same kind of produce, and then like they have like weird middle aisle. You know, like they had they have in Lidl with the occasional. Uh, oh, with like a tent or something. Dad, do you need a? dehumidifier they're on offer <laughs> three for two yeah <laughs> you know that kind of <laughs> yeah exactly it's like mm, sale of the century anyway yeah anyway we're getting, so we're getting diverted again your bloody dad again um so number four who you got give me one uh hal robson canoe his yeah. real name's actually thomas don't know why don't know why he's called hal yeah um, uh and yeah like hal robson canoe played up front for reading for the ages. welsh croif Yes, after he diddled um, two players in the semi-finals against Belgium, diddled them in the box, <laughs> diddled them in the box. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was a lovely goal. It was best it's, goal of his career. It was. It's still kind of um, there. Was a, there was something up with the finish though that still wasn't like completely aesthetically pleasing. There was something about it. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, so it, he, he hit it, it with the he he hit it with the the left um, his left instep, and it kind of skewed off. Like as if as if he put like accidental fade on it, <laughs> and it yeah. actually so that actually meant that it went into the corner of the net. But I yeah. don't think he meant to be yeah. that that's, yeah. that accurate. Yeah, exactly. I know what you mean because you know his previous career would suggest otherwise. <laughs> Before and since as well, yeah. he's done fuck all since. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, <laughs> three goals last year. Yeah, uh, West Brom. Um, yeah, how Robson did he get more than that in the tournament? No, uh, maybe not. Maybe that was his only goal. Maybe you got I a few. Got, I think he got a couple. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so he, he scored a very good goal in the semi-finals of the Euro 2006 Championships for yeah. Wales. Um, has done fuck all prior or since. Yeah. And yeah, played up front. So really never in a million years a, a, a number four. No, that's um, weird. So who's he playing for? He's wearing four at West West Brom, is he? Yeah, he's, as, yeah, he's managed the number four. I don't, yeah. I don't know why he's um, wearing Well, I think four. I do. And, and it links to my number four. So I'm going to go in with this one. Kanu from Arsenal. Nwanku Kanu. Nwanku Kanu. Um, so, yeah, I've, I'm from researching, because so, Kanu wore four for Nigeria. Like, he's he's an odd ball, isn't he, Kanu? He's definitely a bit of a weird one. But he's, um, yeah, Hal Robson Kanu has actually stated that he wears them before because Kanu wore it. And also, because t- Kanu worked for Nigeria. Because <clears> Hal <throat> Robson Kanu is like, from, like he's of mixed race descent. I think, mixed so heritage, like, yeah. So yeah. he's gotten some Nigerian sort of blood in him. So yeah. he was like, as a little nod to my Nigerian heritage, I'm going to wear number four because Kanu wore it. And it's like, yeah, that's, but I mean, that's like, a really, Kanu made a really horrible mistake. You shouldn't be copying that. I mean, he's, he's scored lots of good goals, but like one of the best goals I think he scored was when he scored from the um, goal line against Chelsea. Can yeah, you know that goal. Yeah, I do. Yeah, it was like a corner, but just a bit closer in. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. A few more stats about uh, Nwanku. He uh, or Nwanko. So he chose um, number four because uh, his older brother wore it. <laughs> so he was like, oh, okay, my older brother wore four. Doesn't state whether his, uh, his uh, older brother was a centre-back or a centre-midfielder, but I'm guessing he probably was. Um, also, he said the other reason he stated was because um, his hero, Stephen Big Boss Keshi, uh, wore it, who was a Nigerian defender um, sort of in the sort of 80s, late 80s, like going through into sort of the mid-90s. Was Big Boss his nickname? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, he was a defender. So Kano's like, oh, my favourite player is this defender. So 
I'm going to play up front, but I'm going to wear number four. It's just a bit of a weird one. And then, do, did you know now that um, for Togo, Adebayor wears four? I have seen that, but like, but why? So again, is that because he likes Carnu? Because he likes because he's a fan of Carnu. Carnu, there's been a horrible knock-on effect. It's a ripple effect going all around Africa, and Wales now, (laughs) and England, just with people like you know copying Carnu and like and copying him for the most stupid reason. Like again, Carnu is a striker. He wears number four, same as Adebayor, a striker wearing number four. It's like that is just absolutely just. Criminal. I'm dead against it. Yeah. Dead against it. Of, of of a lot of the numbers that should not be worn in certain positions. Yeah. Four and centre forward. Yeah. Are just criminal. Yeah, like because like we said, with like a centre midfielder could wear uh, can wear four, but they have to be defensive. I think you can't. If you're wearing four, you can't score more than three or four goals a season. If you're if you're doing anything more than that, or maybe even having more than ten shots at goal a season. If you do any more than that, you can't wear four, basically. Yeah. So th- a striker wearing it is just sacrilege. You're, you're, the place that you will feel most comfortable as a number four is in and around the centre circle. Yeah. Giving a pass, taking a pass. Maybe they could, if they want to be like a forward, maybe just let them take um, kick off. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, Carney, come over here. Come on, you're, you're wearing four, so you're, a, you're actually a midfielder. So just come up here, you can take kick off, and then, you know... <laughs> No, no, fuck off again. Go, <laughs> but go back there and just yeah, just stay here. Um, so yeah, I've got Carney. So there was got, there was like two in one there with uh, with with Adebayor as well. But I think Carney's the main culprit there. Yes, yes. Have you got, got any others? Uh, yeah, I've got another one. Uh, right, this one is a bloody good one actually. Um, Javier Zanetti. All right. Right. Yeah. 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 You remember yep. Zanetti, don't yep. you? Argentina. Yeah. Played big, big uh, Inter player. Played pretty much all of his career in Europe in yes. Inter. He's, yes. He was the captain for 13 years. And he's right back. Right back, yeah. I think he's one of them sort of utility players where he has played sort of like midfield every now and again. But, but generally what is a right back. Sometimes can play left back as well when needed. But his his position is right back. Like a Philip Lahm type character. Like these, yeah. I mean, these guys are like unbelievable. Like their main attribute is like they're just fucking fit. Yeah. And it, and I think like what we talked about when we did um, fullbacks and number specifically number twos was like they'll do the manager's bidding. Yeah, 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 exactly. And they'll this work guy really hard. So right, so if what, Javier, when, when I say Javier Zanetti, what do you think of? You think of right back. What else do you think of? Yeah, I think I I remember him looking like quite a hard bastard with like a proper, you know, um, chiselled jawline. Yeah. Like was he was Argentinian, wasn't he? Yeah. Like like a man's man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I reckon. If you're if you're going out with his daughter, you should just fucking stop doing that <laughs> because he will like task you. He will yeah. be like, right, come and sit down. What business do you want with my daughter? Show me like how many weights can you lift? Yeah, try and lift up my sofa. If you can't get out of my house, he'll just be like awful like that. Yeah. But so basically, what I found out from him, he absolutely loves fitness and running so much so that. Um, on his wedding day, he took his um, he took some uh, some sports clothes and some trainers, and between the ceremony and the reception, he went for a jog. <laughs> <laughs> he asked his wife. He was like his new wife, his new bride. After doing the vows, do you? Yes, do you? I do. Can I <laughs> go for a run, please? And she was like, "Go on, I know what you're like." Um, the, the the stories are just like there's endless stories about this. He. Um, if he would, if you'd have a, I think Mourinho said that if they had a day off training after perhaps 
playing away in Europe and coming back, you'd have a recovery day where you wouldn't train. The following day when you were training, he would run there from home. <laughs> and said, and if you, do you remember like going training? There was one team that I played for when I was about 16, 17, when I was sort of in a lot in the most serious stage of my football, I think. And I was playing for a pretty decent team. And there was one guy in pre-season who would be leading the track like you know when you're running yes. running um sort of um the, the pace setter yeah exactly just running around the pitch and you and then the manager says right you've got to do four laps of the pitch you're like shit you know after doing some other running exercise but this guy's like let's do another come on let's do another one and that's what zanetti would be like if, if you're in training with him you'd be like oh fucking hell yeah you're boring me <laughs> exactly yeah like like let's get the ball should we get the ball out now <laughs> yeah he's like well, you can't. It's better. It's, jogging's better without a ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's just like ruining my bum. This uh, <laughs> this ball game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, so, so yeah. He, he's just he's so he's just a machine, then, is he? He's yeah. just kind of. Yeah. Do you reckon like he's like that in life as well? Just kind of quite robotic. Kind yeah. of qu- quite binary in terms of right. It's either this or that. Y- yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, why would I eat food for fuel? so you know why are you putting salt and pepper on it (laughs) can you imagine him and James Milner oh mate yeah in the pub yeah they They, wouldn't be in a pub no they wouldn't be in a pub they'd be in a sort of a gym um what are they in gyms I've never been in one (laughs) (laughs) they have like they'll have like a A juice bar a juice bar yeah Yeah, they'll be like and they'll be like so uh how many sticks of uh ginger do you put in your juice yeah just the one is it are you still using beetroot (laughs) <laughs> do you know what I mean lots of like shit chat like that yeah sucking on an isotonic <laughs> yeah exactly yeah so uh, let me just read through a couple more stats because there are so many I was just like I was so intrigued when I when I found out about this um yeah so basically he he joined into um basically he was doing all right like in, in like uh club football in Argentina but not really doing well and he really seriously considered quitting football and joining his dad's um sort of building firm he was just like a laborer and uh and then apparently the 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 new president of um of inter was sent a video um of the under like under 17s or under 20s like argentina national team and he was supposed to be watching ariel ortega to see like okay you should watch this guy he's pretty good you should think about signing him and he spotted zanetti and then zanetti um yeah, he signed. He was his first the the president's new signing, and now he is vice president. So has he's been promoted? Yeah, yeah. So he's like he's come all the way through the ranks. It's quite a nice story. But he did say, um, he said, I liked my father's work, but above all, I liked the idea of doing something concrete and useful. <laughs> <laughs> Building a house is a metaphor that I like. It's at the core of my philosophy: starting from the bottom and reaching the top. And you're like, wow, what a what a twat. <laughs> Go fucking jog around the block, mate, while we can have a little drink and Go like, you jog, know. jog around your building. <laughs> exactly, yeah, that you built. Anyway, uh, what else you got? You got any other fours? Hey, I would say that was at least an hour well spent <laughs> at work. It was. it was better than working, which is something that he would never say. No, no. No. Um, uh, should we have a little break? Yeah, let's have a little break. Let's um, have a little I'm, I'm break. sort of finishing my wine here, yeah. so uh, let's have a little tuppy uppy, and then uh, when we get back, we'll uh, yeah, let's go for a little run. Actually, <laughs> should we go for a run around the block? Let's do that. See you in a minute. <laughs> Oh, 
Football by Numbers is now available on email at fbnpod at gmail.com. Oh, right, I'm exhausted. That was a good run, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, it was a good run. Okay, so um, other number fours. Yeah. Um, who shouldn't have been wearing number four. I've got uh, Trevor Sinclair. Yeah. Um, who wore the number four shirt in the 2002 World Cup. Yeah. Um, famously. And actually performed, was one of the better players in that tournament. Yeah, I remember him sort of shining. Him and like Hargreaves were sort of like... It wasn't so Hargreaves was um, the player who he replaced. So Danny, so Hargreaves was initially named in the squad. Yeah. Then Danny Murphy replaced um, Hargreaves. Then uh, Trevor Sinclair replaced Danny Murphy. Wow. So he was the replacement's replacement. So in you know in all by all kind of reckonings, he probably shouldn't have been as good as he was. Um, No. And um, that just that's also like that just shows that we had there was some. We had some. We had a golden generation, but we had some proper shit in there as well. There, there were some positions that just weren't. Like, it was just the. It was the left hand side, if you can remember. I hate Danny Murphy. I, I, not Danny. Was it Danny Murphy? You said or, or Danny Murphy? Da- yeah. Oh, I thought you meant um, Danny Mills. No, not that. Danny Mills was actually another um, performer in the same World Cup. Uh, I like Danny Murphy as a pundit. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, and I liked him as a player. Don't worry. No, I, I was. I was. He's totally... concise, down to earth. Where's nice, where's nice jumpers? Where's nice jumpers? Yeah. <laughs> well, there's like, like just sort of... Um, Understated, I'm, but you can tell they're expensive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'd like to sort of feel the fabric. Yeah. Yeah, that um, cashmere. Yeah. Um, I've also got um, Kevin Nolan. Yeah. Um, Kevin Nolan, Nolan famously... Um, he 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 wasn't really built to play as far up the pitch as he ended up doing in his career because he ended up playing like off the front man for quite a, a large portion yeah. of his career. I think I think he probably knew that he shouldn't be wearing ten. He couldn't pull that off. Do you yes. know what I mean? And he was just like, I've got a feeling that he might have started as a, a like a, just a central midfielder, hence four. But then you know decided to like move up, and then was like, "Oh, well, you can't wear you can't wear ten. Don't wear that." <laughs> but you might have to change out of four now. But you know when you're right. Yeah, I don't think you could be more right. <laughs> oh right, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Um, I, I, but also funky chicken though. I did like that. Yeah, the funky chicken sort of celebration. I tried to I tried to dig into why he um, why he adopted that celebration, and I couldn't really find anything other than a quite funny chant that the Sunderland fans um, <laughs> kind of kind of dished out to him when, like I said this a couple of years ago I think 2013 yeah and uh, Sunderland were hammering West Ham I think um, 3-0 wow and um, that's, that's low when Sunderland are hammering you that's, yeah. that's once in a blue moon stuff. absolutely and they'd started the chant That didn't sound good, did it? Or you must have been hiding in the centre circle. <laughs> you can't hide there, Kev. Um, I did like, but with the celebration though, what it made me think about like what um, other good little celebrations. Great segue. Like, <laughs> but you know, there are. Um, I think my favourite that was sort of in because it's got to be kind of a bit of a shit one, but like also um, you know, but also kind of iconic. So the Yanaga Fjortoft sort of aeroplane, I used to like. The, the Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank sort of shit cartwheel. Um, and then, then you go into sort of 
the people who are trying to do a sh- who do a shit cartwheel but think it's good, like um, Robbie Keane. <laughs> yeah. I hated that. Yeah. It was such a cop out, wasn't it? Yeah, and then like, he would do quite... some sort of like shoot, like shoot a McGavin, like. It's quite contrived. Yeah, you can tell he practiced it in his garden. Yeah, I've really had to think about this, and I'm gonna. What I'm gonna do, guys, is and so just make sure when I'm when I've scored a goal that you give me enough room to do it. Yeah, exactly. So I'm gonna do like I'm gonna do a cartwheel and then a roly poly and then do this gun thing. Yeah. That sounds shit, Robbie. <laughs> no, no, on, no let's, see, see, it. let's see, it. see it. Oh, no, no, no. Wait till you need to see it after a goal. That's when you know, that's when you'll see it for all its glory. And they're <laughs> yeah. like, oh, you just scored a hat trick, mate. That still looks shit. <laughs> he speak. Sorry, another segue. But when we were just talking about um, footballers that we've met, I completely forgot. I did see um, Robbie Keane once at the Chateau Marmont in, uh, in LA. Wow. The only celebrity I saw on that trip wow. <laughs> was gutted. What's the Chateau Marmont? The Chateau, the Chateau Marmont. I think it's like a French-sounding name. Have you not heard of it? No. I swear, all the celebs hang out, mate, and Robbie Keane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course. So when he moved to LA, yeah, when he's playing for LA Galaxy. Got you. Got you. Yeah. Do you reckon he? Do you, do you reckon he like did his cartwheel into the <laughs> restaurants, <laughs> just knocking over like <laughs> sort of plates, knives and forks and things like that? It's and then like, and then doing like a, cunt again. the noise to the gun. Pew pew. Yeah, and like, I'm Robbie Keane. Sir, um, we have to say, just for the last time, if you do that again, you will be excluded from coming into the restaurant. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm Robbie Keane. Start doing it all the time whenever I got It's me. Come on. I play up front for your team. Which team? The Lakers? <laughs> ah, the, uh, what did it call? I forgot the name as well. Galaxies. <laughs> the Galaxies. I do it every time I'm celebrating, and I'm celebrating tonight, so I am. He's on Instagram. Hey, pal. So, um, I'm going to reel through another couple, just because I think we're running out of time. So, uh, one Sebastian Veron, he wore four. At Man United and at Chelsea, um, idiot. And he was uh, he was good at um, all the other clubs he played for. But the only time he wore four was in England, and that's when he was shit. Um, but he did, I did like his look though, because he had like a sort of um, you know the sort of uh, South South like South American Latino gangster with like the bald head, the goatee, and then, like an earring. Yeah, I was like that looks cool. And, he looked uh, like he could be in Narcos. Yeah, yeah, he did. And then also. He did that thing of where he wore his like, uh, he sort of went to the Steve Claridge school of <laughs> shin pads and socks, where it's like, <laughs> I'm going to have the smallest possible like pair of shin pads that I can buy. And then uh, and then just sort of roll my socks sort of down behind them as well. So it's just like you're getting maximum leg here. Do you <laughs> know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I used remember. to think it was cool. And then he wore a bit of tape under his knee, yeah. under his knee as well. I was like, this, this is great. I'm yeah. loving this. I, I, uh, again, could not be more right. Um, really, uh, it was really trendy back in the day to like kind of not, I think not I bother did with it. your socks. Yeah, I think I did it um, like for a little while. But you know, but but what, it 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 was born out of the fact that they hadn't developed the elastic technology in the socks. Right. Yeah. And then obviously you got into the days of where um, more recently, or certainly mid two thousands, where the likes of John Terry. Et al started kind of making uh, with wild abandon, pulling their socks up <laughs> over their over their knees and knowing that they'll stay up the whole game. Yeah. Do you think Britney Spears started that look? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe one more time. And now like I was like, oh I remember being like used to really like love that video on MTV and now fucking John Terry seeing it. At least when like, you know, Henri did it, it was sort of like, Well, you know, you're a beautiful man. Yeah. You can you can pull it off. Boom, exactly. But when Terry's doing it, it's like Storage, Daniel, Daniel Sturridge is trying to bring it back. Oh, yeah? The uh, the socks pulled down. 
Oh yeah, he does do but, that, doesn't but he? I think he just looks I think it's like he, he can't knows be he, asked. I think it's because he knows he's about to walk off the pitch. Because <laughs> he's like, ah, yeah, I've totally hurt, my, hurt my toe again. Um, got any others? Uh, yeah, I've got loads, mate. Have you got any others? I've got I've got one notable uh, suggestion. Yeah, uh, Jason McAteer. Ah, oh, okay, yeah. So Jason McAteer, so uh, famously of Bolton Wanderers, uh, Liverpool, and Republic of Ireland. Yeah. Uh, War number four at both Bolton Wanderers at uh, and Liverpool. Yeah, kind of played like right midfield. Yeah, I um, think he was like the one of the first ones that was like a right wing back. Yeah, wasn't probably, he? yeah, I think so because he was pretty average at both right midfield and uh, right back. Yeah, so it's like why don't you be both? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sort yeah. of you're half of of each, so maybe that will make you a whole of can something. I, can I keep number four? Yeah, no one else wants it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. You got yourself a deal. Um, but like he used to put it in like the the corridor of uncertainty, didn't he? That's what it was. Because I, I remember that was the first one where he would do that thing where he would whip it round and it would sort of it would be low. But it's between the the like the last defender and the goalkeeper, and it's like if the keep if the defender tries to sort of stick his leg out, it's potential own goal territory. If the keeper comes out, he might not get it. Yeah. Oh, it was like I think he lives in a corridor of uncertainty, though, doesn't he, Jason? He's a bit thick. He, well, yeah, he comes. Well, he comes across as. Um, yeah, maybe just a bit simple and boring. On so I looked him up on Twitter. On I the say Twitter. he's boring. Um, he's got um, his Twitter handle is Macketeer Four, right, which so lots he's... of players adopt. To be honest, they adopt their kind of their squad number, yeah. and their surname in their Twitter handles and in their um, signatures. Yeah, yeah. Um, like so you said he's... earlier, Tim Wallace Three. Yeah, yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> seven. Um, Do you know he's good mates with Phil Bab? Oh, Babby. <laughs> yeah, old Bab. I forgot about Phil Bab. I mean, that's all you need to know, but just, just to say his name out loud again, Bab. This isn't an excuse to say his name. Beautiful name. name. It's a beautiful yeah. name to say. You got any more? Yeah, I'll just I'll just, just rinse through them now really quickly, um, and then we'll have a little break. Um, Steve Lomas, Man City. I don't know why I chose him to be like, he should be... I just like, again, I just like to mention his name. Do you remember that he... Um, Famously, when they were getting relegated, he didn't know what was going on and was holding the ball in the corner, trying to, like, you know, just waste time. And they're yeah. like, Steve, put it in the fucking box. We're about to go down. And he's, like, sticking his ass out, like, sort of shielding the ball. And they're like, oh, just everyone's going, <laughs> slap in the head. Fucking Steve Lomas. Alberto Aquilani, who played for Liverpool, that big money signing. He was, yeah, he yeah, was an attacking midfielder. He's he bad, four. He? Gabriel Heinzer. For Man United. Oh yeah, left back. Yeah, well, left back should be wearing four, should he? They've no business doing that. That's all I got. Um, I suppose I had a bit of a you know quiet start to the week, so I was just caning it, (laughs) (laughs) just looking for fours, high and low. Hi, Ryan here from Football by Numbers. We strive to give you the most enjoyable listening experience possible. So if you've noticed some poorly researched stats, a mispronounced name, or something we've just said that's simply not true, please do get in touch. Football by numbers at gofuckyourself.wedon'tcare. Thank you and have a nice day. So um, let's just go through our usual feature of um, playing for time. And here's the jingle. Playing for time. You time wasting bastard. Lovely. Um, so this week, Tim, what you got? I haven't really got anything. You got anything uh, that you want to get off your chest? So there's a thing that's becoming more prevalent in football right now, which is... And it's kind of, so it's focused in and around kit design. And it's the fact that 
Most kits are designed by either one of Umbro. I was about to take a photo of you then. (laughs) (laughs) Tim Tim was in the thought position. He had his eyes closed. He was like, you know, when you're sort of like trying to strain to like, you know, do a number two. (laughs) (laughs) And I was about to take a photo of him. Anyway, carry on. So, um... Most kits now are kind of made by a handful of kit manufacturers. And back in the day, you used to have a kit that would last you for two seasons. Yeah. And there'd be you, you buy it on the assumption that the design would be kind of specific to your club. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, so whatever, you know, even if it was like a shit Derby puma kit you yeah mid 90s or what was um, like puma on the on the on the chest and then puma along the front sure. as well like but the sponsor. actual design was just like it was, you know it was a very simple design but you know we had yeah our, but it we was... had our own collars and we had our own stripes and yeah um, if you were arsenal it was nike back in the day or adidas and you had your own specific design yeah Man it United. was tailored wasn't it it was tailored and customized to your club i mean there was not maybe they went off a certain template but you know, a general template, but they were able to deviate slightly from that. Yeah. And I don't think there's any comedy to be had in this, um, <laughs> in this topic whatsoever. It's just something that I feel very strongly about. Yeah. Which is nowadays, the kit manufacturers seem to, to deem it appropriate and acceptable for uh, them to issue one, maybe two uh, kit designs and yeah. then just provide different colorways across um, the different uh, sh- clubs that they supply. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also there's a crossover with like, stop me if I'm wrong, I, I think I'm on, I'm on the same wavelength here, but like there'll be countries that'll have, say, the, say that the, in the recent um, Euros, the France kit was basically the same as the England kit, just with different colours. And Portugal. Now, and Portugal and, you know, whatever. But then also that kit template like to a, like a stitch is now the same kit as Tottenham's kit for the new for this season and it's like it's now crossing over from from national like national sides into club sides and it's all just one design that's just been yes. slightly changed and it's like and and, and so that it, it, it and it's trickled down, th- down uh, into the different leagues the lower leagues as well yeah so the Adidas kits for various different clubs um really kind of all look the same so yeah. Ips, Ipswich Oh, right, switches yeah. and Forest's kit, both made by Adidas, and they're kind of the same, but yeah. just different colours. Yeah. And I just think it's a shame that, like, in the corporate kind of wash of, um, you know, or the corporate drive to kind of sell as many kits as possible, yeah. I think clubs have lost a, bit, a little bit of their own identity. Yeah, they have. I mean, because the glory years were when it was Umbro, Alight, and... What else? Bukta. <laughs> and Bukta, yeah. An area. And like, you know, clubs, yeah, like brands like that, where they were just like, fuck it, we're going to like make a brilliant, like crazy design kit. This guy's, we're going to, you know, we're paying this designer to be here for like the next six months. So we may as well get him to do, like make loads of different stuff. Like this, these night guys, they must like, you know, it probably takes a bit of honing, but once they get like one finished and one design, they're like, right, okay job done i'm yeah. just gonna go on holiday now yeah, just just give them different colors for whoever wants and yeah like yeah shalom it's just flair boy wigger with a silky skills to match the funky dredge reggie blinker and you're listening to my main boys tim and brian on their super nice sexy podcast show football by numbers okay let's listen let's go here we go all right we're back um so we're gonna what we got we're gonna decide aren't we yeah i think it's canoe 
<laughs> and that's it we're finished <laughs> I don't think it's really worth a debate because I mean A like let's face it 4 is a boring number worn by boring people who pass the ball sideways all the time Canoe is none of those things yeah. he's a centre forward he wears jazzy clothes he's got crazy hair yeah he does and he's got um, a name that I can't pronounce <laughs> Nwanku <laughs> and uh, oh I did love his, his flat top haircut that it was, a bit, it was like Fresh Prince but He's just, it's had like he's gone through a tunnel and it's and like the top three inches have been shaved off. Yeah, which you know could well happen to him because he's quite a tall man. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so uh, so we're going to go with Carnu, are we? Yeah, I think it's a shoo-in. Yeah, yeah, he's a striker. Because we're going to have to edit this episode hurried down. Um, <laughs> so let's um, curtail the uh, the heated debates. Okay, cool. All right. Well, uh, that was fun. Let's let's. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Um, let's decide who we're going to do. The, what what number we're going to do next week? What we're going to do? What number? What do you reckon? I think we need to do. That was a hard week this week of research. I want to like give myself. Let's do a three. I think. Should we or go ten? Through? Or ten? We could do ten. Yeah, let's treat ourselves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's do ten. Yeah. All right. That's it. See you later. Number ten. See you next week. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.